I'm Dennis Estopase of the Business Mirror, and this is the Brotherlook Podcast. Good day. Welcome to Business Mondays with BM, a segment of the Business Mirror BM Brotherlook Podcast that tackles the performance of the Philippine stock market. The Business Mondays with BM Podcast is based on the stock market outlook story written by Business Mirror reporter VG Kabog and comes out every Monday. Today, we podcast week 6 of the Stock Market Outlook for February 6, 2023 to February 10, 2023. The information in this podcast should not be misconstrued as investment or financial advice. Business Mirror would not be liable for losses arising from your use of the information. For the text version, please go to the company section of the Business Mirror website and the Business Mirror newspaper. Let's get on with the story. Share prices fell for the second straight week as trading became volatile after the U.S. Federal Reserve made its first policy meeting for the year. Nonetheless, the main index recovered most of its losses by the end of the week. The benchmark Philippine Stock Exchange Index fell 24.78 points to close at 7,027.38 points. The main index was down by more than 250 points at the start of the week when the U.S. Fed announced its 25 basis point rate hike. The index erased most of the losses last Wednesday but fell again last Thursday. The average daily trading for the week was higher at 10.6 billion pesos after Tuesday's trade worth 10.5 billion pesos and Friday's at 18.72 billion pesos. Foreign investors who made half of the week's trades were net buyers at 534.52 million pesos. Other sub-indices ended mixed. The Brother All Shares Index gained 7.83 points to close at 3,705.46 points. The financials index rose 33.71 to close at 1,850.40. The industrial index climbed 123.10 to close at 10,011.93. The holding firms index fell 118.15 to close lower at 6,774.20. The property index declined 58.50 to close at 3,057.47. The services index was up 12.41 to close at 1,771.09. And the mining and oil index plunged 572.32 to close at 11,029.04. For the weak losers, edge gainers 122, 205, and 26 shares were unchanged. The top gainers were APC Group Incorporated, San Miguel Corporation, All Home Corporation, Filipino Fund Incorporated, PTFC Redevelopment Corporation, Vivant Corporation, and Centro Escolar University. The top losers, meanwhile, were Keppel Philippines Properties Incorporated, Philippine Racing Club Incorporated, Ferronux Holdings Incorporated, Sirtec Holdings Philippines Corporation, Imperial Resources Incorporated, Rojas Holdings Incorporated, 
and Aital Pinas Development Corporation. This week, share prices are expected to trade within its resistance range of between 7,000 to 7,100 points on lack of a strong catalyst and lingering economic concerns. Broker 2 Trade Asia said the release of January inflation figures will set the tone for this week's trades as it will be crucial to the Banco Central and Filipinas moves on its first policy meeting on February 16. Last week, Finance Secretary Benjamin Jokno said the country's inflation rate may have already peaked in December at 8.1%. He added that he is optimistic that average inflation this year would be within the government's target band. Finance Secretary Jokno told the Makati Business Club in a forum organized by the business group last February 3 that finance managers are looking forward to an inflation of about 4.5% this year, originally 2% to 4%, midpoint 3% by the year 2024. The Cabinet-Level Development Budget Coordination Committee has set an inflation target of 2.5% to 4.5% this year. The central bank earlier projected that inflation in January would settle between 7.5% and 8.3%. According to the central bank, the increase in commodity prices could still exceed 8% in January on the back of higher electricity and water rates, as well as expensive domestic petroleum prices. The Banco Central in Filipinas said last week that inflation could settle within the range of 7.5% to 8.3% in January. This is still higher than the 8.1% posted in December 2022. The central bank said upward price pressures for the month are expected to emanate from higher electricity rates, approved water rate rebasing, higher domestic petroleum prices, the uptick in the prices of key food items, and the annual increase in sin taxes. Meanwhile, the Banco Central ng Pilipinas said the reduction in LPG prices as well as the peso appreciation would contribute to easing price pressures for the month. The central bank said it will continue to adjust its monetary policy stance at the necessary pace to prevent the further burdening of price pressures and monitor emerging price developments closely in accordance with the BSP's price stability mandate. Meanwhile, the Standard Chartered Bank said, however, there is reason to believe that inflation will cool this year due to base effects. Standard Chartered Bank said inflation is expected to average 4.8% this year and 3.1% in the year 2024. Nonetheless, the bank still expects the central bank to raise interest rates at least in the first and 50 basis points in the first quarter before cutting rates in the last quarter of the year. In the second quarter, Standard Chartered Bank said the central bank is expected to maintain interest rates but implement a 200 basis point cut in the reserve requirement ratio in the second quarter. Further, in the fourth quarter, the bank expects the Banco Central ng Pilipinas to cut interest rates by 50 basis points. Standard Chartered Bank said it expects the country's policy rates to be still at 5.5% by the end of 2023 and be lower at 4.5% in the year 2024. Standard Chartered Bank economist Jonathan Ko said their assumption is that inflation starts to moderate to below 4% by the end of the third quarter, 
and that will open the window for the Banco Central ng Pilipinas to then start cutting rates. Jonathan Ko said the real policy rate by then, based on their projections, would be slightly above 3%. Meanwhile, the capital market research of local think tank First Metro Investment Corporation and University of Asia in the Pacific expects inflation to slow this year. However, it may not drop fast enough and only reach the central bank's 2% to 4% target in the fourth quarter in the light of elevated crude oil prices and sticky supply issues for food products. The local think tank expects headline inflation in the first quarter to remain elevated at 7%. The think tank said larger decline in prices may not occur given that the country's food supply remains constrained, rice prices on the rise, and crude oil prices remaining elevated. The capital market research of the First Metro Investment Corporation and University of Asia in the Pacific said that their latest data show a good deceleration even on a seasonally adjusted basis and provide a fairly sound basis that inflation has peaked as former Banco Central ng Pilipinas Governor Benjamin Jokno has suggested. In the World Economic Outlook update released by the International Monetary Fund last Tuesday, global inflation may have already peaked in 2022. Global inflation is expected to fall to 6.6% this year and 4.3% in the year 2024 from the annual average of 8.8% last year. These expectations remain above pre-pandemic levels of about 3.5% between the years 2017 and 2019. The prices of fuel and non-fuel commodities, the IMF said, have already led to slower increases in inflation in the United States, Europe, and Latin America. However, core inflation has not yet peaked in most economies and remains well above pre-pandemic levels. Or inflation measures the rise in prices exclusive of food and energy. The International Monetary Fund said inflation has persisted amid second-round effects from earlier cost shocks and tight labor markets with robust wage growth as consumer demand has remained resilient. However, the International Monetary Fund said upside risk remain that could prompt central banks such as the Banco Central ng Pilipinas to continue tightening monetary policy. The International Monetary Fund said these factors include the escalation of the war in Ukraine that could lead to higher inflation as well as a faster rebound in China's growth. These could also cause inflation to persist. Nonetheless, Secretary Jokno pointed out that things are looking brighter for the Philippines following the strong full-year economic performance last year, which was at 7.6%. Finance Secretary Jokno said he is optimistic this year that the Philippines will be able to meet its target of growing between 6% to 7%. For one, Jokno said the national government is keen on improving the agriculture sector, which he noted has remained a laggard for decades already. Secretary Jokno added that mining is expected to contribute more to the country's economy following the lifting of the nearly decade-old ban on new mining projects. Secretary Jokno said he is very optimistic because of the young population in an aging world. That is an asset, he said. 
Secretary Jorno said, the Philippines just have to make sure they are well-educated and they get good health care. Finance Secretary Jokno also said the national government is banking on a strong private sector support to uplift further the country's economy. Broker 2 Trade Asia said it maintains its view that equity holders are better off expecting rates to remain elevated than project a pivot over the next three months to six months, as macro indicators such as jobs and factory data have shown little to no evidence that rates should be lowered anytime soon. Jafet Luis Tanchanko, Senior Research Analyst at Fieldstocks Financials Incorporated, said the country's consumer price index data may have a big impact on this week's trading as inflation remains a key risk to the local economy's growth outlook. Tanchanko said an inflation rate near the upper end of the Banco Central ng Pilipinas 7.5% to 8.3% projection may pull the local bursts down while a print bias to the lower end of the forecast may spur optimism. Nonetheless, tamer inflation is one of the compelling reasons for the continuous rise of Philippine stocks this year, according to April Lin Tan, Chief Equity Strategist for Call Financial Group Incorporated. Lower inflation is expected to prompt the U.S. Federal Reserve to cut rates, which will be followed by the central bank. This could lead to the weakening of the dollar against the peso. Tan said the risks to the market's performance for the year are the possible hard landing of the U.S. economy and elevated inflation in the Philippines, which could dampen consumer spending. Tan said in view of the investors, the Fed has been successful in controlling inflation. So, of course, inflation would, wouldn't just go down steeply, but at least from a peak of 8% in 2022, it is expected to go down to 3.8%. Tan said. According to a survey by Paul Financial Group Incorporated, investors are concerned about a worse than expected recession in the United States and Europe and global geopolitical issues. Some 54% of those who were surveyed in January, meanwhile, were optimistic on the growth of the Philippine Stock Exchange Index, higher than the 33% who were optimistic when they conducted the survey in July last year. Majority of investors are still planning to increase their stock portfolios, Paul Financial Group Incorporated said. The stockbroker expects the main index to reach 8,250 points by the end of the year or by early next year as the Philippine economy continues to grow. Juanis Barredo calls financial, calls financial chief technical analyst said the Philippine Stock Exchange Index will initially drop to as low as 6,400 points before going up to the 7,000-point level. Barredo said during the media briefing of the company last week that he thinks a lot of bullish signals have just recently come out. Barredo said they've seen it break through the downtrend line, they've seen it break through the 200-day moving average, and they've seen it generate the golden cross. He said, however, that he is leaning towards the Philippine Stock Exchange Index, hitting the 7,500-point level by the year end. Based on the previous year's performance of the main index, Barredo said the market is weaker during the months of February and March before going up in the succeeding months starting April. Meanwhile, Tanchanko said for this week, the support level of the main index is seen at 6,800 to 6,900 points 
and resistance at 7,200 points. For the stock picks, Maybank Securities has placed a buy rating on Shakey's Pizza Ventures Incorporated as it forecasts a sustained double-digit earnings growth with the company expanding all brands in its portfolio and reaping the benefits of the post-COVID reopening rebound. Sales and net income are expected to surpass pre-pandemic levels by the year 2022 and 2023, respectively, it said. Maybank Securities said key downside risks are input price hikes and intensifying inflation-driven competition among other fast food operators. But they said they are confident that the inventory strategy of Shakey's Pizza Ventures Incorporated, its market positioning, diverse product portfolio, and established delivery system to directly address and mitigate this risk. Maybank Securities placed a target price on the stock at 10 pesos per share. The shares of Shakey's Pizza Ventures Incorporated closed last Friday at 8 pesos and 50 centavos apiece. Meanwhile, broker Regina Capital Development Corporation has maintained its buy rating on the stock of Double Dragon Corporation but downgraded its fair value on the stock at 12 pesos and 80 centavos per share on the lack of short-term catalysts that could prompt significant equity returns. Broker Regina Capital Development said, while they continue to project more growth from Double Dragon Corporation's industrial leasing segment, the contribution to bottom line would not be that significant. The broker said that on top of that, the very little share price volatility as well as the very clear downward price trend channel prompted them to impose a higher risk premium to its valuation model. The shares of Double Dragon Corporation closed last week at 6 pesos and 96 centavos apiece. Now for the weather outlook by the website of the Philippine Atmospheric Geophysical and Astronomical Services Administration or PAGASA. In an advisory it issued at 12 o'clock p.m. of February 3, 2023, valid until 12 o'clock p.m. of February 10, PAGASA said that throughout the outlook period, the Bicol region, eastern Visayas, and eastern portion of Mindanao will experience mostly cloudy skies. Mostly cloudy skies with light rains, while Metro Manila and the rest of the country will have partly cloudy skies with isolated passing light rains. Further, Pagasa said no tropical cyclone development is expected within the outlook period. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Business Mirror of the Brother Look podcast. As always, we are grateful for your support. For suggestions and comments, please send us a message on at Business Mirror in Twitter with the hashtag BMPodcast. Many thanks to Business Mirror reporter Jasper Emanuel Arcalas for the technical and sound editing. Many thanks also go to Mr. Arcalas and Business Mirror reporter Kai Ordinario for the stories on inflation and the economy. This is Dennis Estopasi of the Business Mirror asking you to stay safe, stay strong, support each other, and be empowered. Catch you in the next episode. <music>